Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Deborah. It's been a few weeks since I've checked in. And the last time I spoke with you, I talked about practice and the value of it and how important it is for you to represent the thing that you say you believe. And I, I mentioned Christianity several times. That's my background. But I know there are many ways to be in the world, to know God, to love. There are many ways to show kindness. There are many faith traditions that are that a Christian would that some Christians would think are not even of God that are just as much like God, just as much like Christ as they profess to be or the Bible suggests that we should be. So practice is really important. But at the same time, you I want you to know that there are specific things you can do to practice. And I'm going to, I think I've shared with you several times that my my background, my training is I'm a family therapist, psychotherapist, just in case you think a family therapist is just somebody who works with families. Uh, that's just our way of saying groups, another way of talking about communities. And so, yeah, so I wanted to invite you to consider not only that practice is important, but that you think specifically about practice. So just really quickly, I want to begin sharing with you some of the things that I learned as a family therapist that I know are good practices for when you love somebody. If you really want to love somebody authentically and effectively, then there are things that you do. And the first thing you do is you stop talking and you listen and you listen. Somebody is talking. Most of the time we're waiting. You know what I'm about to say. We're waiting to make our point and we're really not listening to what they're saying. I uh, One of the things that I do is I supervise students who are training to become family therapists or psychotherapists because they are other traditions of, of uh, the field that I, I supervise students in. And this one particular student, she was sharing with me something she's doing with a client and my job is to just kind of help her, you know, hone her skills and one thing I noticed, and, and it wasn't just her, it wasn't the first time I, I noticed this, is that students who were training to be therapists, they think it's their job to fix the person. They're thinking they're going to say something, have them do something, and, and then that is going to change their lives. But probably the most important thing before you can do anything say anything to another person is to just listen to what they're saying. Now, listening is important. And, and it means basically practicing, ignoring what you're thinking while somebody else is talking, practicing. We call it leaning in, leaning forward, joining is another way of saying it. But what you do is you you hang on to their every word, just like it's a scary story or somebody telling a great story and, and you can't wait for the next thing they're going to say. And as you listen, you're making sense of what they're saying. But one thing, a person who is being heard feels that way because they can tell you are listening. And you listening, and so I say uh huh, uh huh, a lot, and that is that bothers some people. But that's my way of staying connected, and so I have to tell people if I say that a lot, that's what I'm doing, because I'm connecting the dots of what you're saying to me. So if you really, really want to love somebody, then you stop talking, you lean forward, and you 
listen to them. And one way people know that you're listening is that you ask important questions. And that's another important part of being a good therapist. It's not what you tell people, it's what you ask them. But this applies to life. Okay. But let me just back up a little bit and go back to my students. So she was telling me about the, the, uh, one of her clients and the trouble that the, the person is going through. And, and she was trying to help the person feel better. She was trying to encourage the person. She was doing all these things. And, and I'm just listening to her. And I say, well, first of all, you need to go slow. And you need to allow them to tell you whatever it is that they're telling you without you feeling like you have to say something make, to make them feel better about their situation. Because you don't, you really are not making them feel better. You're making them feel like you're not listening to them. Because if I just told you I broke my finger and you're telling me how to fix it, I'm still at the point where my finger is broken. And what you're supposed to do is just listen to me and, t- and tell you, and let me tell you about the pain. Let me tell you how it happened. Let me tell you how difficult it is to to do something with when when your baby finger does not baby finger your pinky baby finger does not function. The value of that. And if I if you stopped and you listened to me, then you would hear, "Wow, I never, I never thought about. It. I guess I never had my finger broken." You you're thinking that, and so then you just you just listen to them and tell you about the pain that they're going through. When you allow people to sit with their pain, be in their pain, you're saying, I don't know how it feels to be where you are, but I can be here while you tell me that. And when you do that, you are loving the person. You are letting the person know that your baby finger, your pinky finger, whatever went wrong is just as important to you as it is to them. And when they see that, they sense that, they feel it, they know it by your posture, by the way you are listening and looking at them when they're talking, nodding your head, saying, mm-hmm, if that's what you do, whatever you do to let them know that you're connected. And they can tell when you're not. They can absolutely tell when you're not because you have these kind of far away looks in your eyes you come and you go and they can tell you coming and they and you're going so that's why you look directly at them and you if you got to frown a little bit if you can fake it till you make it but you you keep trying till until you learn how to just be calm be still go slow and allow them to tell you what's going on with them i have a friend who does the same thing and i'll even go to her for problems you know i'll just be talking about stuff but if i say something like Oh, I did a terrible thing. She would say, oh, you know, you're not that terrible. I'm like, I know that. Just listen to me tell my story. And every time she does it, I know she's trying to make me feel better, but I don't feel better. I feel like she's not listening. So if you really want to love somebody, you want to show them how much you love them, then you want to say, if you have to. Sometimes I know it looks like I'm not listening to you, but I really am trying. And from now on, I'm going to try harder. So if it looks like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, going away, going away, you let me know. You, you, you touch me or something. Do something to let me know. And bring me back if I don't do it myself. All right. That's letting them know that you are going to try to do better. And there's nothing more vulnerable, nothing more loving than to admit when you're not doing something right and and your intentions of doing something and you invite the other person to help you be better at that thing. So I am inviting you to be better at listening. And you do it by coming down, listening to what the person say, not trying to change where they are, just allowing them to be where they are no matter what you think about it.
They're not interested in what you think. They're interested in that you are listening to them when they talk. All right. So until the next time, practice listening, practice listening, go slow, be quiet and let, and, and remind yourself that there's nothing more important in the world right now than what the person you love is saying to you. This has been Dr. Deborah. Till next time, you keep listening.